You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So if you are a consistent follower of the podcast, you may have noticed that I've been in my A for a week or two, or I think it was really three. There was just so much going on, and it was hard to keep up with it all. So I had to do what I had to do for my mental well-being, take a break from the podcast, and now I'm glad to say we'll be back with consistent episodes until perhaps the next season that there becomes a lot or gets a lot on our plates. So I wanted to share with you all of the great things that have been happening and also what we do when there are so many things happening at the same time. So this will be more of a personal catch-up and then some uh, topics at the end. And of course, the guided meditation. So hold on to that all in a bite size under 15 minutes. So I'm so happy to share that there have been a lot of things going on because I have been doing more speaking engagements, which is a love of mine since I have a passion for sharing all of the stuff that's in my head as I tap my head, which you can see if you're seeing this on YouTube. So there is so much to share with educators, with parents, so much to share with you on how we can live more mindful lives and how we can share the message of mindfulness and also be more mindful and more present in the moment with our kids, whether we are parents, caregivers, or educators, so that they too can learn the these mindful ways, so that they too can know what to do when they're stressed out. So with these additional speaking engagements on top of seeing my therapy clients and my Amiga Moms support group, which has been going great, um, and the movement that I am a co-creator of, Mindfulness with People of Color, where we see you because we are you, um, we're having a virtual retreat coming up. Um, So with all of these different projects and balls in the air and also being part of um, executive boards on different organizations, there has just been a lot going on all at the same time. All things I love, but all things that when they take my attention, they stress me out, right? Just as a lot of things can stress you out as well. What's been really interesting is that I find in the seasons where I feel stressed out, my son all of a sudden seems very stressed out. I've noticed that there has been more whining than usual. I noticed that there has been more um, of a, I don't want to go to judo or I don't want to go to piano, where which are activities that he typically loves, but now he's kind of pumping the brakes a little bit. And what I've noticed is that they always kind of line up when I am feeling somewhat of the same. And some people may say it's because you're really aligned and your energies are together. And Maybe so. We're both Libras. Who knows? (laughs) 
But what I really think is, is that brace yourselves. We as parents trigger our kids. Yep. I said it unpopular opinion, (laughs) but we as parents trigger our kids by the same token, we as educators can also trigger our kids, our students. They definitely pick up, if you are a believer in energy and of vibes, they definitely pick up on our energy and on our vibe. And think about with you, with a friend or with a partner or spouse, or even with a colleague, if you show up to a meeting, to a conversation, to your bedroom with a grouchy face on, with an evident attitude, with snippy short comebacks, then that colleague, partner, spouse, whomever that may be, is going to respond similarly. Because although they may not verbalize it, your thought process may be, wait, not the same. This is different. Oh, you're going to come at me with that? Then I'm going to come at you with this. And if that happens to us as adults, it definitely happens with kids. And of course, what we need to remember is that kids, even though they may be a three-year-old can be verbal, (laughs) mine wasn't, but other three-year-olds can be verbal, even though they have the words for it, they are going to show us more through their behavior. And what's interesting is that although this is a thousand percent factual based on science for kids, it's also factual for us as well. So when we have a lot going on our plates, right? A lot happening at one time or a lot plates spinning at once, how do our behaviors change? Do we begin to work out less? I know I haven't been on my Peloton as much as I usually have. Do we begin to eat more carbs or eat less than usual because we're so busy? Do we begin to watch more Netflix, engage in less self-care, have shorter conversations, not talk to the people who typically support us because we think we have less time? It's in times when we have so much going on that if anybody ever mentions, oh, you should try meditating. The first thing we say is, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I have time for that. I have a lot of things going on. But it's in those times where we feel that we don't have time to be still. It's in those times where we must be still even more so. Because if we bring some stillness to our bodies and to our minds, and it doesn't mean to not think of anything, but just to kind of chill out for a little bit and maybe think of one thing at a time instead of all the things, when we do that, that's when we really get in touch with ourselves a little bit more and really get to think of, what am I missing? What do I usually do that I'm not doing? What do I typically not do that all of a sudden I am doing and isn't serving me well? And kids don't have sometimes the option of thinking all the way through because it's very higher level rational thinking that sometimes we don't even take the time to think all the way through. But with our kids, we see their behaviors. We see their whining. We see their tantrums, regardless if they're three, seven, or 13 or 18 tantrums may look differently, but they're still there just as we 
sometimes as adults do tantrum, whether that tantrum is with a glass of wine, with a pint of ice cream, (laughs) or with our words or with our attitudes. So we want to be really mindful when we are in different pockets of life and different seasons of life where we are perhaps a little bit more stressed, perhaps a little bit more overwhelmed, even with good things, even with positive things, just as I shared at the beginning, we want to keep in mind how we are showing up for ourselves. And of course, how we're showing up for our kids. And when we have so much going on, we may be a little bit shorter with our kids. We we may be a little bit more snippy and have a little less patience with our kids. And that is also going to trigger them some more to maybe be a little bit more whiny or a little bit more mouthy or their behavior to be all out of whack. And we, when we take these moments of stillness, of just let me take a breath, let me take these two minutes, oh, you don't have two minutes, one minute, <laughs> let me take this one moment to just stop and breathe. Let me take these two minutes, if you got them, to look outside the window, stare at the clouds or the rain, whatever's happening right now. Let me take these five minutes and maybe just stretch. Let me take these six minutes and maybe just look around the room, not to fill the to-do list up with, I should do this, I should clean up that, but just to take in your surroundings. You've got 10 minutes. Let me take these 10 minutes to go on a quick walk, regardless of the footwear that I have on, to go on a quick walk and just take in your surroundings around your neighborhood, around your space. And when we do that, my friends, that is when we are able to get ourselves back, right? To feel ourselves in our bodies, to ground ourselves, to see what we are missing, to see what we may have too much of. And it's when we are more still where we have better ideas come to us to begin with, where we can really manage our time a little bit better. But the challenge is to take those moments to do that. And I'm not saying that's easy in no way, shape, or form. It's been tough not chatting with you (laughs) this one-sided conversation at first while I am recording the podcast. And then I get the the other side of the conversation on um, email responses from the newsletter or on DMs, you know, on Instagram or Facebook. So I do have the two-sided that way, but it's been hard to not record these podcasts when my heart is in it, when I want to do so. But when I know that it is necessary for my mental well-being, for my mental space, for the type of person that I want to show up as, it's necessary sometimes to take a step back, to take that break and kind of reallocate my energies as what is needed for perhaps a week or two or three until you find balance again and until you can dive back in. Now you may be thinking, Vanessa, I need to work. I need to do all these things. All of these meetings have to take place. I need to do all these reports. My boss is waiting for this or that. Yeah, it's not easy sometimes to carve out that space. But again, it doesn't have to be hours upon hours of meditation. It doesn't have to be not going to work. Well, sometimes you may need that mental health day, right? But it means finding little pockets of time to do not only what you enjoy, but to find stillness. And when you do so, you'll see the difference, not only in yourself, 
but also in your kids, in your loved ones, when your colleagues around you, because then you show up as differently. And when we are more aware of how we are showing up, when we are more aware of our emotions and where they're coming from, when we are more aware of the spaces that we are spending more time in, AKA when we're engaging in mindfulness, then we have the space to think a little bit more clearly, to be a little bit more at peace and at ease, to realize what we have to let go of, to realize what we have to bring more of in. And then we can kind of recalibrate and get to it again. So my friends, I am so happy to be back with you as I, my schedule is getting better. My son's whining and tantrums are slowly getting better. Also helps that he has a mini vacation from his switch. <laughs> so that's another strategy for you that you can probably hear more of on the Consultant Counselor series that happen on the opposite days of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. So as always, I thank you for your support. If any of this resonated with you, I welcome for you to screenshot whatever it is that you're listening to this on right now and tag me on Instagram. Tell me your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Let me know what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And if you have any questions as to how to bring more of this into your life, and if you're available to join us on that virtual retreat, that's coming up in just a couple of days, definitely go onto my website or to my Instagram or social media profiles and check out more information on that. I am so thrilled to be back and I invite you to join me in this mindful moment right now. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, begin to take a breath in. And as you release, imagine some weight being lifted off of your shoulders. As you continue to breathe in and out, sometimes imagining dumbbells, or plates of weights or heavy bags. Sometimes that imagination can be a challenge. If it is a challenge, I invite you to just feel where you are right now. Where are your feet? Where are your toes? How are they touching the ground beneath you? Where are your legs? Where is your bottom? How are they being supported? in how you're sitting or standing. Where is your back? Where is your stomach? Where is your chest? What can you stretch or roll through to let go of some of that tightness? Where is your jaw? Where is your tongue? Where are your teeth? Where are your eyebrows? As you continue to take breaths in and exhales out, See if you can release any pressure, any tension from all of these different spots in your body. And as you release the tension, you also release that weight that can sometimes be a challenge to imagine. Know that anytime you need to release or anytime you need to welcome strength in, know that you can do so on your own by just scanning your body taking cleansing breaths in and out thinking 
affirmative and intentional thoughts that you can manage it all with the breaks, with the mindful awareness, with taking time for yourself. And not only can you, but you also will. Catch you next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.